Two Nobodies. Welcome back to Two Nobodies, everyone. Rupesh is here again. Really happy that you folks are joining me. Love that you folks are subscribing and enjoying the podcast and all the various episodes and where my mind wanders. Well, my mind is wandering in a really cool direction today. I have a wonderful guest to talk about entrepreneurship, sustainability, really cool businesses like vermicomposting and a sprouting business and laughter yoga, which my wife was like, that is a thing. And so I didn't actually quite know that. So I really, I'm really excited to talk to our next guest, Kathy Nesbitt. Kathy, welcome to Two Nobodies. Thanks for joining me here on a Saturday morning. Oh, Rupesh, I'm excited to be here. Happy to be a nobody with you. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because some people I think get a little worried about like, wait, I'm a nobody. I'm like, we're all nobodies. We're all, we're all we're learning. All, we're yeah. all, we don't know everything, right? So that's, that's really the premise. So I appreciate you, appreciate you joining. I, uh, I first got to start off with like your energy, just like the energy in your emails, like just I I kind of watched a few of some of your other podcast recordings and you have this like just enthusiasm, this zest, this sort of um, this spirit about you. And I just kind of wonder, like, where does that come from? Like, is that something that you've (laughs) it's fake? I want to I want to learn how to be fake then because it's a pretty damn good energy. So. You know, it's a, it's a practice. I mean, not the energy, the energy. I'm, I'm the energizer bunny for sure. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, before, uh, well, BC, I'll just say BC. Um, I was doing about a hundred to a hundred, two a hundred to 200 events per year. Wow. And, and, if, and, you know, my husband and I would go and we'd be exhibiting and people would say, wow, you know, you better slow down. You're you're gonna be exhausted by the end. And he's like, she still has to run circles around the kitchen before bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't worry about her. Yeah, because yeah. energy gets energy. I think that's what people don't understand when you're like, oh, I'm so tired. How could I? I can't do that. It's like, well, then you. That's when you need to get up and do it. Because then motion. Gets do you more feed motion. off of other people, or or is it something that you, oh, people you have are to always feel feeding yourself. off me. People are like, oh, I yeah, feel yeah. myself. No, I'm totally yeah. self-propelled. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the and the laughter, you know, it's it's now I've been laughing since twenty twelve. That's when I was introduced okay. to laughter yoga. I know we're kind yeah. of jumping around in my story, no, that's but okay. yeah. yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Who wants to go in order? Mm. <laughs> um, but I've really been laughing since twenty twenty. Okay. Right? With this cuckoo time. Yeah. Um yeah. and I needed it. Like I had all those events, all those people. Yeah. I love people. And I need people. And then yeah. um, I didn't even have a laughter cu- club because I said, universe, I don't want to have a free laughter club. I, I do enough for free. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> yeah. and so I kept getting paid gigs. People were like, I want to come to your laughter club. I'm like, well, I don't mm. have one. I keep getting paid gigs. <laughs> 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 like, how cool. Like, listen up, folks. What If you want to do something, do what you're doing and then get paid for it. How fun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, and then, you know, the cuckoo time. And so I started my laughter club online. I have my free offering now every Tuesday at 930. And I started my laughter club because I needed to laugh. Mm. Uh, so I so I say that I've been laughing, really laughing since 2020, because now it's really part of my health plan. It's something I do. It energizes me. How could it not? Because yeah. you can't just ha-ha. You have to, <gasps> so you can continue ha-haing, right? Because we're exhaling. Right. We're getting rid of all that old, stale energy, um, the oxygen. Usually we're shallow yeah. breathing, right? So 
I don't know, it's something like 25% is fresh air and the 75% is just like old, stale air, you know, careening through our body. So laughter, like it all gets out because we're like, ha, 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 oh, we were, we're out of breath and, and our stomach hurts and our cheeks hurt. Um, yeah, and so we breathe and it's just magic. And we're secre- since we're talking about laughter yeah. and my energy, we're secreting the love drugs. Mm. dopamine oxytocin serotonin and endorphins yes so does that just happen even if you're not even if you're not actually feeling like joy like even if you just kind of fake laugh like like that all gets released absolutely so okay the body doesn't know the difference between real and simulated laughter and i did this Mm. because it's like the mind does right because the mind will be like what are you doing this is ridiculous stop it you look ridiculous yeah. <laughs> right? Because anything new, we're doing something new. It's like, oh, this is weird. How do I look? Right. Am I okay? No, right. you look weird. Stop it. Because the brain wants to conserve energy and it wants to keep us safe. So it's not mm. really about growth and getting out of the box because mm. that's not its job. So we have to override the brain and the body's like, pew, 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 secreting all this, all those chemicals. Are, yeah. We're in charge of our own pharma. And then we're breathing fully. So again, back to stress or how we usually breathe. Um, when we're stressed, we're not breathing properly. Or, uh, properly, Our body doesn't get what it needs. Our brain needs 25% more mm. as an operating principle. Mm. When we go into stress, we don't need our answering machine, right? We've gone into our reptile brain. Right, yeah. Like here we are, we've jumped right in, Rupesh. No, no, no. <laughs> Hello, that's everybody. That... <laughs> Oh, that's great. Uh, when you when you started this during the the pandemic, would, were you concerned that like were you thinking is anybody going to even show up? I mean, you did this for yourself, right? So I guess did it matter whether folks joined you or not, or um, but were you worried about whether people would catch on? Like, I don't know how popular was laughter yoga. Like, has it been? I don't even know. Yeah, let's talk about that. Laughter yoga started in 1995 by a medical doctor okay. in India. Dr. Madan Kataria and his goal is world peace. Mm. And I believe now, like kind of looking back, we can't connect the dots back. We can only look back and then connect the dots, right? We Mm. can't, like people are like, oh, you should connect the dots, but how we can't, we can't see the dots yet. Okay. So in 1995, I don't think he had any idea it would be the global movement that it is. I'll talk about that in a sec. Mm. Such a huge impact. And I believe laughter yoga was started then so that we could grow this movement for this time now. We need, we have this global mental health tsunami. Everybody's mm. in this. Mm. Um, yeah, so, so laughter yoga. So before 2020, there, there was very few opportunities to laugh online, right? Like everything mm. else, we've really adapted pretty well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, there was, you know, there was Skype laughter, um, but more, it was more in person. So local mm. things, um, laughter clubs. And North America's a late adopter. So yoga's kind of just arriving, right? So laughter yoga's sure. in the ocean still. It's just arriving. But it's mm. very big in Asia. It's very big in a lot of countries. Uh, about 120 countries now are laughing. It's a global movement. That's interesting. Isn't because, it? Because like I would say, well, I, I, it's interesting because I don't, see like especially because if you're saying it came from india it came from asia like i think there's some cultures who are like they're not always like necessarily like laughing culture i don't know I, it just doesn't seem like it's something that they would 
do in a fake way, perhaps, you know what I mean? Or force yourself to laugh. I, I could be wrong, but it's just my maybe impression or sense I get. But uh, so it's interesting that that's sort of originating there and you're saying it's big there. Like I could see it being popular here, I guess, but I wouldn't have thought so uh, in Asia. But And it's, it's now the, the demand for laughter is I, I get I get requests every day for mm. paid gigs. Hmm. because corporations are having me in for, you know, just team, you know, we're coming back into the, and people have forgotten like the past two years um, being isolated and on our own and just in zoom. Yeah. I've really, people have forgotten how to interact in person and it's hundred percent, you know, I have a psychology degree, so I'm fascinated by people. I love people and, hmm. and I just really love watching and I love connecting. I'm an empath so mm. I just feel everybody and I'm, I just float around and have this mm. joyful life. Uh, but it took a long time for me to get here. I wasn't, laughter yoga was the final piece, I believe, that gave me permission to be me. It, I'm, I turned 60 last year. You. <laughs> it gave me permission. Yeah, sorry, I'll let you. What, is that, what does that mean when you say that it gave, gave, gave you permission to be you? What does that mean? You know, I think, um, I can't talk for everyone, but uh, but I will. <laughs> we walk around with these different personas, like we're at home, we have a, a way, and then we're out, mm. and we have a way, like we, you know, we do. Um, if the voice in your head, anyone listening is going, I don't have a different person, you do. <laughs> Even when we're on our own, we're a different person. We all person. do, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what? Oh, so, you know, as a... I've I've had my worm business and I know we'll pro talk about that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so for that, that was like totally eco thing, very serious, mm. heavy mission. I believe that I have, and I'm offering people worms in their house. <laughs> and and I believe that's why I was put on Earth. So it's a really heavy mission, and it took about ten years before I realized people didn't want what I had. Mm. Um, but I was slogging away and. You know, I was humiliated a lot of times because people would say stories to me about worms. The word worm is, words are very powerful. So worm, mm. it, you know, usually it's like, can oh, you've opened a can of worms. Like it's always a bad thing. Um, mm. Like a parasite, a computer worm, you know, like um, worm, tapeworm. Worm is a bad word. Um, I never even thought about that. Like I know I've never interpreted worm that way. I love worms. Uh, I mean, yeah, but, but it's, that's interesting that people would have had that sort of perception of that word. So. And Rupesh, I'm meeting people again with a psych degree um, as adults, lots of people who were maybe traumatized after a rainy day by a sibling or a ch at the schoolyard or something somewhere. They had an mm. incident or maybe a fishing mishap. I don't know. Yeah. Something happened as a child with worms and so if you were traumatized, it seems ridiculous if you never had that experience. But if you did, you're not as an adult looking to have that critter in your house, like that yeah, experience. Yeah. You don't, you're like, no, <laughs> you wouldn't even, you wouldn't even like, there's so many things to be aware of. You just wouldn't be aware of it. Let alone having a thousand of them in like this box. Right. I mean, <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so there's been a lot of work and a lot of, you know, there was a lot of uh, wounded times where I really had to just put on that brave, freaky mask that mm. like, oh, it's fine. I don't care. You can tell me your horror stories about worms at my booth while I'm trying to, you know, be positive. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, you know, or, you know, just people could tell me how much they hated worms because everybody hates worms, right? Right. <laughs> 
Right. So it was, so it was anyway, so then laughter yoga came and then I realized, oh, oh my gosh, it's not even about me. It's not about me. This is their stuff. Oh, and I'm just here. I believe that then it, it shifted something. The laughter helped me stay in my worm business. Like 2012, one more person said, ew, worms in the house. And I heard it. Like you can imagine 10 years prior, Mm. like many, many people had said I was doing hundreds of events. Lots of people said, ooh, and I was just discounted them. Never mind, move along. Yeah. But that one person, I don't know why it hit my heart. And I was like, "Uh oh, so that I could be introduced to laughter. I was ready, I guess. (laughs) And the very next day I was introduced to laughter yoga. So it's just like my path is, and I want people to be aware that the universe is providing them cues too. So if I'm if I'm hearing you correctly, then the the laughter yoga was your like allowed you to see that a lot of the maybe the reactions you were getting from the worm business and people's reactions to worms was really their thing. Like it was like uh, it was sort of like their own insecurities kind of showing up, and like the laughter, like yoga allowed you to kind of see that that it's 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 them. It's not really you. It's not what you're doing. Is that sort of what I'm hearing? Yes. And I was known as the worm woman. So people would call me the worm woman and I was selling worms, you know, <laughs> and, it, and I wore the moniker like I, I loved it. I was like, yes, yeah. I'm the worm woman, right? I sell worms by the yeah. pound. It's a ridiculous yeah. business model, by the way, too, because yeah. <laughs> I'm not I didn't have business savvy before I started my worm business. I just had a mission. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so that's why it works, by the way. That's amazing. Right. When you yeah. j- just own it and you're like, OK, no, you need this. So you just barrel ahead and you know kind of despite the resistance <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> and and yeah. not repeat customers and a whole bunch of flaws in the business model but anyway laughter yoga and i and so i i was doing a lot of networking before with my worm business but then i stopped cuz you know you see the same people it's like they all know me mm. if they want worms they i'm the only one <laughs> they know where to go yeah 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 um so then when i got into laughter i was like when i came back out networking again mm. um I was introducing myself as laughter and I didn't even realize like you get in your mind that everyone knows you. Mm. Oh, everyone knows me. And so I thought they knew the worm part and I was just introducing the laughter. So many of them only knew the laughter. And I yeah. thought, this is cool. Now I make them laugh. Ha ha ha. They like me. Yeah. And then I can say, oh, I have worms too. And it's, you know, right. the 21st anniversary now of my worm business. And so, and do you find that people are when you when you present the worm business now after you get in people laugh like are people gravitating towards it a little bit more? Do absolutely, you, you know, twenty yeah. years, so twenty one years, twenty is easier to say or <laughs> whatever. It sounds more significant somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we're at a different time. We have this, yeah. you know, again global um, climate crisis. We do hundred percent. Our food, it's broken. You know, Canada, we've destroyed the soil, North America, Mm. really probably everywhere, Mm. but Mm. here, particularly with our coin, coin, (laughs) corn, wheat, and soy, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. monocrop, whatever. It's a whole big problem. I have these hopeful solutions. Mm. What I'm proposing is for people to convert their food scraps and paper on site yeah. In a bin, it's aerobic, it doesn't smell, the worms don't get out if you look after them. <laughs> you know, all of those things. I mean, it really yeah. isn't rock. I didn't create it. It's it's just something I'm marketing. And it's a beautiful solution, you know. Um, and I, I started my business because in 2002, the landfill for the greater Toronto area closed. Yeah, the Kill Valley Landfill. Site. Kill Valley Landfill, thank I've, you. I've been there before. 
right? Yeah. I, I, used to, I used to live in Toronto. I used to live in Toronto, and they I we used to work for the city of Toronto, and they gave me a tour of the Kill Valley landfill site. And it's actually it got awards, right, because of all the methane gas it captures and uses for power. But yes, absolutely know that site for sure. So yeah, I kind of joke and say, you know, the government didn't really like it. This was governments deciding, not the people. Uh, mm. When I when I say about what I'm going to say, you know, like mm. a thousand trucks were making the way from Toronto to Michigan. Mm. And I mm. say shame on us as Canadians, you know, for shipping our mm. garbage out of the country. Mm. And double shame on the Americans for accepting our garbage mm. for cash. Mm. But it, not the people, right? The governments yeah. were like, you know, yeah. and I was like, six million people in the greater Toronto area, half living in condos and whatever, without space to do composting. And I know that not everyone composts that can. It's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> I'm I'm just here to raise awareness. I think that's yeah, my role, yeah. just to let people know this is an option. I don't care mm-hmm. if you do it or, or don't. I do. I, I, but I can't be attached to that because not everybody's going to. I'd be crumpled in the corner. I really would need to laugh. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah. so the laughter, really. So the laughter has just allowed me to laugh longer, louder, harder, because it's necessary. And now I'm able to, it helps me, it helped me to become more resilient and during this past two years, I've really taken a deep dive into why is laughter the best medicine? Why mm. does everyone say that? Because yeah. it's true. We used mm. to know. We used to, we used to know that. And it's something that you can only do when you're safe. Here's why. Because when you're laughing full on, you're lost. You're totally present. If you're standing up, your knees get weak. You know, if you're with your buddies and you're laughing, ha, you're completely ha, 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 vulnerable, you're just right? Like, right? Yeah. So imagine yeah. like in in prehistoric times, like you'd be eaten by the same, like, oops, you got me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't run away. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So that doesn't happen, right? That wouldn't yeah. happen. So now same. And that's why we need the laughter club, because it really has been bred out of us. This wonderful mm. magic medicine that's in us. And it, and it just fills me up when, as soon as I think of that, I'm like, world peace, everybody laughing, and I know the effect it's had on me. Hmm. I feel so great. And it's energy. It's only energy. And it's, it, it may be simulated. We'll say simulated instead of fake yeah. because that sounds better. It feels better too. Um, because when we say fake, it's, it's like, oh, it's fake. And people mm-hmm. will say, oh, I tried laughter yoga. Maybe you tried it once and it is weird the first time. It is. Ooh. Well, the word fake has also turned, taken a dark turn over the last few years, right? Like, anyways. True. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's at that's a t- a t- um, you know the um, the thing to meanings, right? The attachment to meanings. Yeah. Or yeah. the energy. So laughter is yeah. simply an energy. When we're laughing, it doesn't take our problems away. Mm. It just helps us cope better, so that we're not in stress. Stress is is related to. 90 something percent of today's ailments Mm. 90 percent so if we can manage our stress even for a moment how beautiful because so here's what happens our our the amygdala is where the stress is held in the brain yeah um it hasn't evolved since prehistoric times and at that time it was that that was great it needed to keep us safe that was perfect Mm-hmm. That's what it, its role was to keep us safe. So now, when we go into stress, our body acts as if we're in imminent danger. We're probably mm. not going to die. We might sometimes, but we're probably not going to die if we lose our keys. <laughs> right. Yeah. But but our body like secretes cortisol, adrenaline. We're not breathing. Right. We're, we're There's getting, not that good regulation. Right. Everything tenses, or yeah. you know, so we can get out of there. 
that's great if you are being chased. That's mm. awesome. Thank goodness. Or if your house is on fire, thank God you go into for sure that um, mode because you don't need to think. You need to just act. Yeah. Um, ha- hallelujah for that part of our brain. That, But we need to override that. And that's the practice of it. Our brain is wired for negative. That's why the news works. Mm. It keeps us to, in that same groove. Oh, you think that's bad? Oh, la, 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 la. Ever been mm. at a group of people and then they, you just spiral down? And it's just like, you can't, you can't even get out. You're just like, you, you can't wait to tell your negative. Oh, you guys, what? Wait till you hear what happened to me. I want to Everything feels that. like it's set up that way these days, right? Like we're just, the system is set up where it forces us to kind of spiral downwards and get caught up in that. Only if we, and if we allow it, if we don't, yes. if we're not conscious of it. Yes. Right. Yeah. We need to, again, override our brain. It's just like the iceberg thing. It's only a mm. little bit of what we're operating with. There's so much more. And not to get all woo-woo. Laughter just allows us to not be woo-woo, just to laugh and we know we feel good. Hallelujah. And we get connected. You know, I do school workshops um, and I, I wasn't for two years. My first one back in school was, um, I think it was March of 2022. So last March. Grade mm-hmm. two. So these poor children hadn't even been to school and they were damaged. Um, it was, um, it was Scarborough. So, you know, Toronto was Scarborough, yeah. you know, um, lots of apartments and lots of um, immigrant mm-hmm. families. And I, I thought, man, so they hadn't had, maybe they were first generation immigrants. So maybe their mm-hmm. parents weren't fluent in English. Mm-hmm. So living in the apartment, don't touch the button. Like you'd have to stay in. I don't know. I just thought maybe an added fear because they were just, wow. So I thought, holy, we really need, we just need laughter everywhere first. Because I really want people to care about the planet. But if you're having a mental crisis, you can't. You can't. You're not You're not thinking you're about not something capable. global. You're thinking about yourself, right? Yeah, you're just surviving for sure. It's, you're just like, ah, waving your little yeah. flag like, ah, help yeah. me. I, I, planet, I'm sorry. I can't help you. Yeah. Yeah. You were saying that with your laughter yoga that you feel that uh, like, like you need to be in, in order to laugh, you kind of need to be in that safe space. Do you find that um, online versus in person? Like, do people feel more safe online or do people feel more safe in person? Ah, that's a great question. That's a really great question. Uh, so you're mm, online works beautifully because you have gallery view. Mm. and you can come and go if you don't like it you can zoom out so it's it's easy you're kind of in control of your environment so yeah. i think people really like online some people don't have their camera on i do encourage it but if people you know they're in a really dark space and they just want the energy mm. come right just come and absorb because it's energy so it, it yeah. really works online so i get right now i get you know 20 30 people to my club every tuesday it's free, right? Wow. So people can just yeah. come. And they don't yeah. come every week. I do have a cl- cluster. I have a, t- a core, you know, I have some groupies. Because <laughs> it's super fun, right? I mean, I do it yeah. for me, but it's really for everybody. Because when I raise my vibration, I'm ra- raising the vibration of the world. Like the butterfly effect, right? Yeah. So sure. imagine us all laughing together. So a laughter session, we didn't talk about that. So why you need to come to Laughter Club is because you're... You're laughing full on. It's not like going to a comedy club where you're laughing for a, few, a couple of seconds because you'll miss the next line if you're laughing for too long or too loud. Yeah. And yeah. same with watching a show. You'll miss the next, like, it's not that funny that you're laughing that's your true. head off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. ah, ha, ha, that's, that, was, oh, that was clever. 
Yeah. So, so with the laughter club, there's clapping. So you're clapping. And, and I thought it was weird at the beginning because I was like, oh, this feels weird. And it is weird. Mm -hmm. It's okay. It's just, mm -hmm. it's training our brain. It's rewiring mm -hmm. us so that we can remember, oh yeah, happy time. So when we're clapping, we're clapping palm to palm. So we're mm -hmm. activating the meridians. Mm -hmm. So, and that just doing this, you get energy. So now whenever I go to a show, I clap like a seal, like whoop, whoop, Yay! Because then I get energized, right? So why do I have energy? Because I do all these. So that's very. So that form of clapping like this is very different from just like that. Just like yeah, plate yeah. clapping like yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's it's okay too, but palm to palm, all those meridians in your hands, like yeah. in our hands and our feet, are the kind of the ends mm. of the. Anyway, without getting into the meridians, <laughs> mm. uh, but there's a, a rhythm, and it's one two one two three or ho mm -hmm. ho ha ha ha. And when we say ho and ha, they're attached to our diaphragm. So our yeah. belly moves, right? And so ho, just saying ho and ha, those sounds um, move internally. So when we add them repeatedly, ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. Um, mm. Yeah, now, right? And then so you got a rhythm. You're looking at each other, making eye contact. Um, so between online and in person, in person is there's no comparison. I was going to say, because like you feel the energy, oh. I would think so much oh. more, right? Like you're, you're playing, just... you're interacting, moving yeah. around. Yes. Oh, yes. there's nothing like it. But believe me, if you can go in person, go and play full on because that's when you get the magic medicine. Yeah. Like you don't go and think, oh, this is weird and be stiff standing in the corner. No, go and interact, right? Just And and the leader will, will say, you know, for all the new people, uh, I give like allow yourself permission. Just mm. for the for this time, just allow yourself permission to play. What if we could just play for thirty minutes and and laugh and be like kids? Yeah, not childish, childlike. Like mm. you look at kids. Maybe not so much today because it's really a heavy time we're in. But you see kids today, and they're just like laughing. <laughs> you know, like they don't have a care in the world. That's what we need to do. We're, we're I. You know, I believe Rupesh that. Joy is our birthright. I really believe that mm. we are meant, we resist. We're the ones that like, nope, it's because we're comparing. Oh, my life isn't like yours. No, because mm -hmm. I'm not you. I don't even want what you want, but, you know, I might think I do because it looks good on you. Mm. Yeah, we make things a little too serious sometimes, eh? Yeah, we're always comparing and we're always, um, rather than following our heart, we're, I don't know what we're led by. It's mm. when people have a crisis. Why do you need to hit rock bottom? Why not just, go, oh, I really want to climb Mount Everest one day. Then you better set, in, like, do you have a passport? You, that, you better take yeah. a step, right? <laughs> you can't get there if you don't have a passport. Have you? Do you have hiking boots? You know, you better get those. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or I want to yeah. learn how to drive. Well, then, do, you know, um, have you attended a class? You know what I mean? Like we just need to take steps in what we want to do. And and sometimes we get fired up. I could probably get fired up more than most. <laughs> but we get those ideas where we're like, wow. And and we get all alert. We breathe in. We take a deep breath. And, we, and we're excited. It might be a job. It might be uh, something we just want to do. Somewhere we want to go. Something. Yeah. A restaurant we want to try. Something we're excited. Um and then we talk ourselves out of it. If we don't, why take, do we do that? I I don't know. I'm I'm not. It's that 
brain. I think it's our brain that wants to keep us safe and not conserve energy. Like when we go to a family outing, uh, outing, we get together with our family. Our brain knows what to do when our sibling says that thing. We're like, oh, mm. yeah, here we go. I'm ready. Mm -hmm. And you jump into mode, right? It's because our brain wants to conserve energy. It's like, oh, we don't need to do anything new. I know what to do here. I, I, I think that's what it is. I think that's why. And I, I, w I would really encourage people to... Um, to, to take risks because that's where the magic is it is right outside I don't want to say comfort zone because you know I know people are really struggling at this time the mm. idea of oh now you want me to disrupt the apple cart again I absolutely mm. do I think when we're actually on edge a little bit that's when we meet people I would say look up rather than looking down mm, don't be expecting the, the bad like you know, ever heard the expression like, oh, don't get your hopes up too high, you know, because then you'll just be more disappointed. Yeah, fall, farther to fall. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, set your, why not set it way up there? And then if you get halfway, it's like, holy moly, look at what I did. I, I did this. Like, and celebrate our small wins. Like, celebrate yeah. all the time. Every day you yeah. should be, like, miracles. Oh, I heard a great thing the other day. Um, oh, it was the opportunity of a life the opportunity of a lifetime comes every week. <laughs> and opportunity of a lifetime comes every week, yeah. Every, right? Like, think about it. Have you only had one opportunity of a lifetime? No. No. Yeah. No, look, we met. <laughs> but yeah, and, and I think people, you're, that's a, it's interesting because I think when, if you say it like an opportunity of a lifetime, you think of something so grandiose and big, right? You don't think of it as just, it could be a small interaction or the fact that you and I connected, like that is an opportunity, right? Um, it could be, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a good way of perceiving things for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like expect miracles, expect to. Yeah. Because we don't know when we're going to meet somebody that that person is going to change the trajectory of our life. We don't know. Yeah. Grocery store, whatever. That's why I'm saying look up. Here's here. This might be a shocker if I didn't say it in my um, intro that or in my um, in, information with you. Um, I don't have a cell phone. Or if you heard that mm. in one of my other ones, I don't have a cell no, phone. No, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some people stop breathing when I say that, but... <laughs> You know, we're really connected and I know we're, it's never going anywhere, but when we're on technology, we're looking mm. down. And so we actually have the physiology of depression. Mm. Right? We're looking down. We have candy cane yeah. neck. We're looking down. We have small physiology. Um, so I'm suggesting that people look up and, you know, stretch out, take up more space. Um, because then that really does, you know, fluff up your aura. One of the activities that I do is actually, you know, in the laughter yoga, like let's make our egg bigger. And when mm. you're going into a space, if you're going into a crowded space, like believe it or not, folks, I don't want to get woo woo, but you know, we'd have kind of like an egg shaped energy ball around us yeah. or whatever you want to call it. And we, we felt it. Like if somebody stands in your energy space, if they're too close, you're like, oh, that's uncomfortable. That's They're in your energy. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's okay and sometimes not. So before you're going into a crowded space, you can fluff up your aura and, you know, out front, out back. And imagine that you have all this and you then you actually have more space. And when you arrive... It's like a breath of fresh air has come in. Probably would feel differently, actually, now that I think about it, if I did that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to your point about, yeah, that sort of um, 
closed posture but like the way you said like changes your physiology or it's like the physiology for depression i hadn't heard that before but that's uh that that i mean that could make some sense yeah our head is so heavy it's like a bowling ball i can't remember like seven pounds or five pounds i can't remember it's heavy so imagine our little neck like imagine all our like all the veins and all the things that are holding our little our big head on Mm -hmm. Uh, and we're looking down all the time like that's a pain in the neck talk about it absolutely yeah so i i also would encourage people to do more stretches where they're you know just opening up their whole frame yeah like never mind going whatever doing whatever you have to do but just like every now and then doing that because we're out front so much you you talked about the like we if we if joy is such is like you said a birthright and and we all love that feeling of 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 being happy and joyous. Yeah, I just don't understand why we would why would we not want to have that feeling all the time? Like why would we want to go into that protective space and and kind of talk ourselves out of it? Like it's we all do it, right? Uh, but I I've never really thought about why I would do that for myself because like we all like why not be happy like as much as we can, right? But you're saying maybe it's just from an energy perspective, perhaps or. Oh, that's a really big question. I th- oh, that's that's a really great question to even ponder. Of course, I don't have the answer because wouldn't I be super duper rich if I did <laughs> to that one? Yes, here's the magic pill, everyone. <laughs> I, I I really think that our society has um, maybe carried such a burden. I think it's coming from like it's generational. You know, like mm. who are we to be? super happy who and then mm. people try to you know hold i don't down. deserve this kind of thing mentality. i don't i don't yeah. deserve so yeah, our own yeah. ego and then other ego like other people saying that we don't telling us mm-hmm. we're not enough mm. you know maybe from childhood you know it, it really yeah. a lot of it this is this is um really a lot about what i i have thought about these things and i think which is why I'm able to live the life that I'm living. And I don't want people to think that it's always been this way. I had a very dark, um, de- like depressive times uh, growing up, teenage years. I would mm. never go back there. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. I'm, I can only imagine how hard it is with social media now. Like I turned 60 l- last year. So mm. I was growing up at a time when there wasn't cell phones and everything recorded. Sure. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Like some some of the growing things that I did, the mistakes that I did, like imagine I'd never be where I was now because people yeah, would be like, oh my God, look at those, whatever. Yeah, look at yeah, those skeletons. Yeah. Stop it. Everyone yeah. has them because it's yeah. just growing. And we, and that, you know, I think, so it's all of those kind of experiences that we have um, growing up. Yeah. I mean, I thought I was in such a dark space. It wasn't even safe to talk about it then. Right. Hmm. I never called anybody when I felt sad. When mm. I felt so dark, I was like, who would want to listen to me moan and whine? Mm. And it's like, who wouldn't? Like, who wouldn't want to pull you out? Who wouldn't want to be the one that saved your life if you if you died that day? Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't be the want to be the hero, right? Like, because, and I think about that. I really, um, that's one topic that is really close. I can feel emotional now thinking about um, aside. <laughs> um, because it's really connected to a lot of what I do, like, um, again, with the vermiculture, you know, with our agriculture, we've put a lot of aside on the on the land, pesticide, herbicide, mm-hmm. fungicide, mm-hmm. anything with aside is death. 
Um, and it kills everything. Like antibiotics kill everything. They don't just kill the, you know. Yeah, they're not targeting you have. so much. Yeah, yeah. The bug that you want to get rid of, it's everything. That's why you need to build up again. And, mm. ooh, that, this, we're just like, we'll have to bring it back up for fashion. <laughs> but, I, but I think it's an important topic because, you know, really it wasn't talked about. Hallelujah, we're talking about it now. And I really want people to know that if you're struggling anytime, like reach out, somebody cares and, and just get out of your space, wherever you are, you need to go out and see somebody, go help somebody. If yeah. you're feeling so bad, um, somebody needs your help. So go help somebody and then you'll feel better. And I know that's really sounds really counter, but when we help somebody, then we feel of service and then we can, it pulls us out too. Right. To be able to want to serve others. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about, let's talk about the worm business, All right. um, and how it got started. And, uh, just like as an entrepreneur, like you said, you didn't, you may have not had that sort of business sense, but like, how did that start to develop? So there's multiple layers to that. So I, I'm curious about how it started and then just this entrepreneurial journey, I guess, that you've been on. Yeah. So, um, well, I'm from Toronto, so I, I'm, I kind of have had a heart there. I, that's why I was familiar with everything there. And then I moved mm. out in 93 to Bradford, small town, bought a mm. house, couldn't mm. wait to start gardening and composting yeah. and got my psych degree in 2000. Oh, so 93, a teacher friend asked me to look after her worm bin. Okay. So as an avid, avid gardener and composter, I knew the value yeah. of the worm compost, but I didn't want to do, I didn't want worms in my house. Ew, yeah. gross. Yeah. Um, but my friend asked me, right? So I was like, and I think that we should try things like you know, people like, ah, you're not going to like it. Oh, good. Thanks. I'll get on to something else. <laughs> <laughs> so I took on the challenge, uh, looked after her worms, kept them alive for the summer, but I had a house full of fruit flies. You know, I would open up the lid, throw the worms in or throw the food in, close the thing. So I was a fruit fly farmer. <laughs> I yeah. know the feeling. I Ugh. feel like, right. Yeah. God. Yeah. But you know, fruit flies don't cause any disease for humans no there are decomposers annoying. right all. they're just a nuisance we call yeah. them bugs so they're bugs they bug yeah. us um yeah. <laughs> so at the end of that summer i did get the black gold because that's what i wanted i wanted the mm. compost i get you know gave the worms back to my friend i said i'm never doing this again <laughs> and then i got my psych degree in 2015 years to get my psych degree because i only went at night <laughs> Why'd you, why'd you want to get a psych degree? I didn't want to get the degree. I just really liked learning. So I went at night. Mm. I, the paper was a byproduct. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't care. Um, yeah. but I really liked going at night and meeting the people. I've, I love mm. learning. I really love, the, I really love expanding my, my knowledge. I really do. Mm. And I, th I think that everybody should learn about something at whatever you want to learn. It doesn't have to be university, anything. There's so much opportunity. Anyway. Okay. So I get my psych degree and I, um, 2000 I get a job at a group home working with challenged adults oh I thought I'd come home I was a secretary for 20 years <laughs> uh, so I get this job at the group home they have 10 homes and a farm and they don't compost and so when I talked to them about compost composting the greenhouse manager said what about worm composting and I was like oh no yeah, like here we go again oh no yeah. no it didn't work last yeah. time Ugh, gross fruit flies and I just had that whole fish. <laughs> fruit flies <yeah. laughs> but then I but then I came home I was like wait a minute it's an institution they're not getting worms tomorrow <laughs> so I, I came home internet was around then and I started to do research and I was like so I had been introduced once mm -hmm. right didn't like it I was like no this is weird 
like the laughter, remember? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. then I started to do research and I was like, oh, wow. Discovered the magic about the red wigglers. They eat half their weight per day in mm -hmm. food scraps. They turn garbage into gold and... And a pound of worms turns a pound of a pound of worms, and their descendants could transform a ton of waste in a year. And the average Canadian family produces a ton of waste. And I was like, Oh my gosh! Oh, la la la! Yeah, yeah. Oh my, what, bulb, how fun! Bulb, yeah. Right? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. This is yeah. so cool. And yeah, yeah. so I was bringing home the food from this. So I worked. Uh, oh, what was it? Fourteen-hour shifts. It's not legal anymore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it was perfect for the clients. So the staff was there in the morning when they woke up. And then when they went to bed, same staff. So they didn't have... Consistency. Yeah, right? Yeah. So for the yeah. for the clients, it was really a beautiful system. Mm. So three days on, four <laughs> days off. But really three days on, one day dead, <laughs> three days <laughs> off. Right? Yeah. Because the yeah. first day, like, forget it. You're, you put, I, I, well, for me, I put out a lot during the three days I worked. But I would bring home the compost, right? I would bring home all the compostable material from my house. And I didn't have time to manage it, so I would just dump it in my composter out back. All right, so it's time to um, harvest, like, time to get the compost. And I love mm -hmm. composting. I really think that, even for, without worms, composting is just magic. You know, you put in your carrots and whatever, and then you mm -hmm. get soil. Wow, that's, nature is cool. Yeah, yeah. So I'm so I'm out there. I'm putting in my last load of um, scraps, and then I'm taking out the compost out of the bottom. And I so I have my empty bucket. Oh my gosh! There's red wiggler worms right in my backyard. Wow! And I actually missed a piece. I was trying to get worms. I was like, I should set up a bin again. And yeah. then I tried to get worms from two places in Toronto, and they didn't have worms. It was August, and I was like, Wow, that's interesting. You can't get red wigglers year round in Canada. Mm. And then there they were in my backyard again. I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. So I grabbed them, you know. Oh, it was just, it felt like, again, there's, oh, there's a message. Like, I couldn't buy them, but here they are waiting right in my yard. How cool. So I grabbed them, and that, that was the first seed stock of my worm business. Wow. Wow. That yeah. It doesn't have, it's not that, like, you know, again, it's still like, it still was worms, everybody. <laughs> it's still pretty creepy. And, and here I am still 21 years later. But, you know, I've yeah, over the 21 years, I took on school workshops. Over 75,000 students have seen my presentation. Mm. I've diverted several tons from landfill, personally, mm -hmm. to feed my worms. Mm -hmm. um, my customers have all diverted from landfill. You know, I just, I just uh, reached over um, 10,000 customers. You know, I know it's small for like a big, that's, oh, that's you, know, amazing. But, you know, for, you know, it's my husband and I. So here's yeah. another like cool thing about my business. In 2002, the landfill closed. No, what happened? There was a garbage strike. We talked about the landfill. Yes, there was a yeah, garbage yeah. strike. Right before, when the, right before the Pope came. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> right. Right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Right. Yeah. So yeah. another. Oh, I forgot about the Pope. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for adding to my story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, Toronto's a world-class city, but not in the summer if there's a garbage strike. <laughs> so on the news, you know, people were lining up for hours to drop off their garbage. And I'm like, I'm mm -hmm. going on a, I'm going on a road trip. Mm -hmm. And I sent out press releases to the Toronto outlets. Five minutes after sending my press release, a reporter from the Toronto store contacted me and said, thank you for your press release. Uh, I wrote an article last week about composting and I forgot about the apartment dwellers. Can you come on down to the star when you're finished? And uh, I'd like to write about you. And mm. I was like, oh, oh, how cool. I wow. could just go right there. How cool. 
Um, yeah, so I had got my first article in the Toronto Star, uh, July 18th, 2002. Mm. I call up my husband. I'm like, yay, I, I got an article in the Toronto Star. Yeah. Because that's my market, right? Condo dwellers. Yeah. Um, and he said, I'm on my way home. I just got downsized. And I was like, oh. like now. Okay, so here's how I react now. I can tell you how I reacted then, but now I'm mm. like, oh, couldn't he have just got downsized tomorrow so I could celebrate my article in the star? <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, it was scary. Yeah. Oh, scary monsters. It's like, oh, how can I celebrate when now we have yeah. no income? Yeah. But still did, here. Did that push you even further then to be like, okay, I got to accelerate this then at that moment? Or? Well, I was in it already. I yeah. was in it six months already. I was in my mm. business and I decided I didn't want to have a part-time job. I wanted or a full-time yeah. job and do it part. I wanted to, I was all in. I had a solution. This was mm. important. People needed what I had, dang damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know, I didn't, I, it's so funny. It, it now looking back, I, it's so hilarious. It's like, what was I thinking? Like, what, what was I thinking? Asking people to have worms in their house, not having repeat customers because the worms breed more than rabbits. So once you get worms, you have worms. And then I meet people are like, oh, I had so many worms. I gave some to my kid's school and I gave some to my neighbor. I'm like, yeah, stop giving your worms away. It's bad enough. It's hard enough already. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Now you're my competitor (laughs) for free. What was was your message? If if your target (laughs) customer were like these apartment dwellers, like what was your message for what they did with the, with the castings? Because like, I mean, like not everyone gardens. So like, what did you want them to do with these castings? Yeah. So for their house plants, uh, for condos, I say, if you, if you don't have house plants, uh, you can give them to the condo court for landscaping. You could package okay. them up in a nice in a nice package because worm poo is valuable. Gardeners love yeah. it. So if you have any gardening mm-hmm. friends or family, that yeah. would be a great. You, now your shopping's done. How fun! Uh, you know, here's some worm poo. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it, it's it's water soluble. It's non toxic. It you you know it's never a waste. It, you can give it away for sure, or you could sell yeah. it on Kijiji. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's certainly options. Um, I guess the, the takeaways for you, like what are, what are the thing if, in order for like good vermicomposting, like what are the key takeaways that people need to realize, I guess? Yeah. Creating the right environment. So I'll use a, like a Rubbermaid tote, um, mm. as a guide, but any container will do. Um, they need just like outdoor composting, they need a carbon nitrogen mix. So the carbon mm. I- indoor is shredded paper, could be leaves, straw, cardboard, drink trays, egg cartons, anything kind of material like that i would leave out magazine and magazine paper or magazines and like construction paper that get when okay you know the color comes out when it when yeah. it gets wet um so that's your bedding but the worms eat that as well about mm. a liter of soil so just a little shovel of soil mm. and shovel from somewhere outside where no chemicals have been applied you don't want potting soil or something that came in a bag because it's sterilized you're adding the soil because the worms don't have teeth and there's microorganisms in the soil. There's microbes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that helps to break, you know, it's all a whole beautiful ecosystem. You want to build mm. up the microbes, the biology, and then they do the work. They're the heavy, you know, the worms are the, the cleanup crew. Mm. All the microbes are, they, you know, it's a beautiful system. Um, up, um, water and eggshells, that's it for your bedding. And then you add your worms in 
and they're special worms. There are four types of worms that have been identified. Red wigglers, uh, European night crawlers, African night crawlers, and perionyx, which is a tropical worm. Okay. Ad- identify. I'm sure there's others. Um, we're looking yeah. for surface dwellers. So the, our, the Canadian night crawler, when it, um, it lives below the frost line. Um, so it goes up and down, and it doesn't eat nitrogen. So it wouldn't live in a container, and it wouldn't eat the food scraps. <laughs> It okay, would, it would so be trying to get out all the time. It would be like, ah, yeah. how do I get out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm stressed. And then it would just become yeah. part of the system. <laughs> so what do they, what do they feed on then? Uh, so they eat, they eat leaves and, um, the stuff in the garden, like they, they okay. eat the, yeah, the, the stuff in the garden. Hmm. Um, yeah. And then you add your food scrap, uh, water. Did I say water? Yeah. Uh, mix it all up, add your worms. And then when you're feeding your food scraps, bury it in the bedding. That's what I didn't do when I had the fruit flies, right? I just threw the stuff in. So mm-hmm. fruit flies, I would love to address that. They're not a necessary component. And, you know, when people go, I don't want to have fruit flies. It's like, okay, have you ever had fruit flies? And they say yes. And I say, okay, good. Have you ever had a worm bin? No. Okay, good. So you know that the fruit flies don't come from the worm bin because you've never had one. All right, first lesson, right? Because we think, oh my gosh, no. So I'm going to use bananas. When you bring the bananas home from the grocery store, they're yellow or green. <laughs> As they start to get speckled and ripen, that's the perfect environment for the fruit fly eggs to hatch and fly around and bug us. And the fruit flies are on all the fruit. Um, just we wash the, you know, the cherries or the apples or the pears yeah, yeah. and then eat it. Or we don't, but we eat it. <laughs> um, so we peel the banana but and then they're still intact. So I suggest giving a quick rinse, washing off the fruit fly eggs. And if you get a container to allow your scraps to t- start to decompose, it's going to speed up the process because oh, the worms okay. don't have, have teeth, right? You can add yeah. your fresh stuff, but it's just going to take longer for it to mm. get cooking. Yeah. Um, the, the washing of bananas is something we started to do more recently. We found that it really does control the fruit flies quite a bit. So as soon as we come, gets, we bring it from the store, we'll, we'll separate each of the bananas off the, the stem or whatever, and then we'll wash them all off. And then we found that that really controls the fruit flies quite a bit. Yeah, oranges too. Yeah. Yeah. Now they say like citrus is citrus not a good thing for worms. They don't really like that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, orange peels because they often have fruit flies, but (laughs) yeah. Mm. So yeah, I would say, you know, you can put all your fruit and veg, coffee, tea, pasta, rice, beans, um, plant clippings, but you leave out citrus, uh, onion and garlic and citrus. There's a toxic element in, uh, citrus that is, antibacterial antimicrobial it's Mm. anti so if it's anti Mm. uh, we want pro we want the the biotic stuff so if it's anti it's going to be killing your bacteria so i i don't even add um and and they make um there's a like a orange citrus cleaner you can get like chemical cleaner that has citrus essence in it so i i would say leave the um the citrus out of even your backyard composter that's what that was my next question is 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 that like because we do a lot of trench composting so i'll just bury everything including all the citrus stuff but you're saying so that stuff you're thinking should just go to the garbage then well um we have a a green bin program we have an organic yeah yeah, sorry yeah yeah yeah, so i yeah so i i put all the stuff that i I don't want to compost post in my yard i put it that's what i put in the green bin yeah yeah and i would so i would put all that stuff you know um in there yeah, rather than yeah. in the garbage. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. If if and it's then, the only place you have, I would I would say it's fine. You know, nature's going to look after it. 
Um, but I do think that it may have a, a detrimental effect. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the castings themselves, like how long can you keep them before like actually embedding them in your garden? Like, can they, can it last for a while or does, does that have to be used pretty quickly after you, we haven't done our harvest yet. So these are all kind of personal questions. Maybe nobody cares about this stuff, but, uh, I've kind of selfish here, but what do we, how, how long do you have to, um, can you hold on to those castings before you can use them? Yeah, you can keep them. Uh, if you keep store them outside, I would just keep them in an open container. So mm. because it's aerobic, so they can freeze. And then yeah. once they thaw, they're viable. You can dry them. And then once they get moist again, so that like if you use them right away, they're more viable. Um, mm. But they're but they're still fine to um, to store. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're water soluble. Yeah. The thing about the castings is. Um, each little casting is like a time release capsule. The earth takes from it as it needs it. It that you would never have too much. And if you want to make compost tea, not to drink, but for your plants <laughs> as liquid fertilizer, you can take some of the castings, put it in your watering jug, stir it up. Um, it'll come become tea color because it's water soluble. They dissolve. Mm. Water your plants. You can't really store the liquid uh, because it's aerobic, uh, meaning with oxygen. And it's just... Uh, aerobic versus anaerobic is just the bacteria. Mm -hmm. It's just a different, like, um, different biology. Mm -hmm. um, aerobic meaning with oxygen, anaerobic without. Smelly, <laughs> aka smelly. Um, plants always require aerobic bacteria. So if you put that liquid in a sealed container, the bacteria will eat the oxygen and then it will become smelly, become mm -hmm. anaerobic. What do you do with your the worm tea, like all the drained fluid that comes out of... Like you can't, like I would have thought you could use that, but I'm, I hear that you can't, it's not really used. Like if it smells really bad, I would discard it. I would just discard yeah. it if it smells bad and yeah. then just brew up your own. Um, if it doesn't smell bad, you can dilute and, and uh, use it as liquid fertilizer for sure. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Interesting stuff. I don't want to focus on the entire thing on, cause you have these, all the, these, these other amazing businesses. So you have, um, so you talked, we talked about the laughter club, which I, I got to find time to, to either join your online session or find something in person. Cause now I'm really intrigued by that. Um, Oh, come to me the, cause I'm unique. <laughs> you are a hundred percent unique, Kathy. Um, I've loved this conversation so far. Um, and then, uh, your worm business. And then you got like this, this sprouting business. And then you have something where I, I, I don't quite know the last business. You're going to have to tell me about it, but I think it was like around like certain coffee products or something. I don't know, but maybe I could be wrong there, but tell us about the last couple of businesses that you, that so you sprouting business. Yeah. My working title, I didn't say my working title is Kathy Crawley laughing bean queen. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, simple solutions for today's challenges, worms for amending mm. the soil, sprouts for eating and laughter for overall health and wellness mm. and the sprouter. So it looks like a little spaceship. Uh, yeah. It's a little plastic, uh, seem like it's a beautiful thing. And that is a huge part of my health plan. And again, the universe is so interesting place when you pay attention. Mm. 2002, my very first exhibitor event with the worms, there was a gentleman, uh, Tony Hornick, selling this super simple sprouter. That's that's what I call it. He called it the mm. Tony Hornick sprouter. <laughs> <laughs> And he's, he was 72 at the time, ballroom dancer. Yeah. He, he's still alive. He's, I think, ninety going to be 95 this year. Mm. Um, 
So he was in incredible shape. And, and I was amazed 72 still working, by the mm -hmm. way. I was like, wow, and vibrant and just lovely man. And I said, what is that thing? It was flying off the shelf. It does look like a spaceship, by the way. <laughs> and, and why aren't they buying my worms? <laughs> and, and so he told me all about, you know, it's a sprout grower. And here I'll tell you about sprouts. Oh, my gosh. They're hydrating, alkalizing, regenerative, biogenic, and contain up to 100 times more digestive enzymes. So mm. I'll just quickly, those sound like really fancy words. Hydrating. So as we are getting thirsty, we're already getting dehydrated. So they're juicy. Um, hydrating, what I say? Alkalizing. So Alkalizing, yeah. A lot of our food is acidic, so this is alkaline food. So this helps balance mm. the pH. So beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, regenerative. Alzheimer's is degenerative disease. Sprouts are regenerative. They're not that they'll bring back our memories, but they can rebuild our cells. How beautiful. Mm. Biogenic. Oh my gosh. Energy. So I have all this energy. Yeah, I eat biogenic food. Like laughter, yes. And biogenic food for 21 years. Is it because it's like it's sprouting, it's growing, right? It's, it has it's that live sort of, food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Live food, yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm getting the energy of the food. So in 2002, when I asked Tony about that, he, that I don't need to know why something works. I'm just like, oh, look at you. I want what you have. I live my mm. life by prevention. I don't want, like I talked about before, I don't want to hit rock bottom. I, why, why would I want to go there? Like, oh, now you know where to go now. It's like, I, well, I don't want to go there. I want to go up first. <laughs> Let's yeah, try that. Yeah, Let's yeah. go that direction. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. want to be different. <laughs> yeah. uh, right? So I don't want to get sick and then get better. And for the longest time, uh, Rupesh, now I know I have a story. I have a story. Mm. But I thought for the longest time, I don't even have a story. Who wants to listen to somebody that's just being healthy? Boring. Like living her life so joyfully, look at her, look so fake. But when you get 60, you don't even give a crap anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, judge me all you want. I know people think sometimes I'm all flighty and whatever. I'm so deep, it's it hurts sometimes. That's why I have to have this light side. Otherwise, yeah. I'd be bawling in the corner. I have this, I have world peace and world hunger solved. <laughs> mm. And I believe it. I do believe it. I, you know, I used to think... Worms were going to solve world hunger. Then when I started spreading, I was like, worms and sprouts are going to solve world <laughs> hunger. And then I learned about mushrooms and I was like, worms and sprouts and mushrooms are going to solve world <laughs> hunger. <laughs> and now it's like worms and sprouts and mushrooms and laughter. So the coffee is a BC company, Organo, mm. Organo Gold. It's high and it's instant coffee, which is so beautiful. I, and I was, I was a coffee snob with my French press and whatever. Mm. <laughs> so I was like instant coffee, come on. But the thing is, it's infused with reishi mushroom. Okay. And reishi mushroom is, people can Google that, but it's super nutritious. It was not even available years ago to the peasants. It was only mm. for royalty, for the emperors in China. Um, yeah, so it's, it's really super nutritious. Mushrooms are an adaptogen. So imagine if you're drinking your coffee and instead of getting acidic, you're becoming alkaline because the reishi makes it alkaline. Yeah. And then it yeah. goes in your body. Yeah. So, it, you know, you can drink that coffee and not get the jitters. And I'm not really doing that as a business. It's in my tagline because I want people to know all the things that I do, all of my businesses is how I live my life. Yeah. I have worms yeah. to manage my scraps and make soil so I can grow more food. I do sprouting so that I can have... Sprouts are the original fast food, so I can grow my own super fast. Um, the hmm. mushroom coffee, I drink that, and then I laugh every day. I love all the different frames you have, like the way you just um, 
just the the things that you tell yourself, right? Like it's just yeah. it's so uh, empowering, positive, but like just so there's so much truth to it too, and and you simplify it in a way that just makes a lot of sense. So um, with the sprouts, like are there certain sprouts that you like we should focus on? Like are there certain sprouts that are better than others? I guess or yeah. So um, I just a quick story that I have to scoot to my next um, yeah. thing, and I'm sorry. Yeah. So. Tony introduced me to, you know, the bean sprouts in Chinese food mm. that, yeah. So those are mung beans. Those are the, those are the ones that he would, that those are the only ones that he uses. And mm. for 10 years, they grow in about in the summer, it's 24 hours or less. It's the heat and humidity in the winter, depending how warm you keep your place, 36 to 48 hours. Cause I keep my place cool. <laughs> um, so you're rinsing twice a day. And then once the root is the size of the bean, that's when they're most nutritious. They're not the most nutritious, by the way, the mung beans, but they're the fastest. So they get bonus points for being super fast. And you have the enzymes. So they're they're amazing. I start my day every day with two tablespoons mm-hmm. of those, 21 years. And, and for 10 years, that was the only bean that I sprouted because <laughs> um, it's super fast. I yeah. have a attention span of a gnat, so anybody can do this seven seconds in the morning rinse seven seconds at night because people are like yeah. i don't have time it's like don't you have 14 seconds for you please <laughs> in you know 14 seconds in one day you can yeah and you put it beside right beside your sink so you remember like it's right there it's in your visual don't put it away because then it's away you forget yeah. um okay so you rinse eating them in the morning 10 years so then in 2012 it was a big year i seem to go every 10 years is a big year it seems <laughs> I get something new. <laughs> so 2012, um, I met Tony at another event and he said, hey, why don't you sell this uh, sprouter with your business hmm. since you love it so much? And I was like, oh, my God, why don't I? That's a great idea. And then I was selling it and people would ask me, what else can you sprout? And I would say, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And then they would say, don't you get sick of mung beans? And I considered the mung beans, and I still do, my health plan. It's my multivitamin. Mm. It's it's what I do every day for my life. Why would I get sick of it? So then I, yeah. my response would be, would you get sick of feeling great and having tons of energy? Right? Back to the story. Yeah. Yeah. People love saying, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, but I, but I did all these things. We want to be the hero. Like I work so hard. I, even though I'm in this pain, I, I slogged away. And that's not how we're meant to live. If you're in pain, that's a message from the universe. Like, stop. Slow down. <laughs> Get out of pain. Yeah. It's, yeah. When it's not, you're not, pain is not normal. Yeah. It isn't. Yeah. But yeah. we live like it is. Like, oh, just yeah. take a pill. Don't. Just take a pill. Yeah. Um, okay. So then, so then, uh, then as a businesswoman, back to the, how I've ebbed and flowed, I was like, oh my gosh, what do I care if people want to eat mung beans or they don't? So I started to experiment chickpeas, lentils, fenugreek, mm. radish. And I'm a sprouting monster now. I love them. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm eating all all different kinds. So yes, some yeah. have different healing properties for sure. And like our, we're supposed to eat the rainbow. I would say eat all different legumes, mm. eat all different beans because um, they're full of protein. If people are looking for a meat alternative, lots of um, protein in legumes. There's lots of fiber, vitamins. You you know you I say used to say you can eat as much as you want, but you can't. Because they're full of fiber, you get full. You get they're nutrient rich. Yeah, yeah, like the soil that the worms make. See all the beautiful 
it's all it is one. amazing it's Isn't amazing it? yeah yeah it is amazing. i gotta run um, i'm so sorry i know i I'm, I'm mindful of your time i just want to ask you one last question which is a question we ask every guest oh yes um that's okay i, I i'll skip the five for dinner question because sometimes i can take a little bit of time unless you want to do that but i do want to <laughs> okay so so our two questions that we ask every guest five for dinner dead or alive who are five people you'd want to have a meal with i i wrote a list because i really did okay. think about this so i would say david suzuki jane goodall john lennon mm-hmm. Donna Eden, who does energy work, Robin Williams, and I have a six-month Dalai Lama. You know what? I probably could have guessed those for you, honestly. Like those make I could see those totally. That's amazing. That's a great list. Wouldn't that yeah. be a great dinner party? Hundred percent. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Let's okay. Go. Last question. Besides the circle of life, what do you know for sure? I know K N O W that it's no for sure unless you ask. Mm. That's what I know yeah. for sure. That's my operating principle. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely. Uh, Kathy, love this conversation. Honestly, I could talk to you for another hour. Um, this, there's, I've learned so much. I love the way you frame things. Your energy is so, um, contagious and I'm really, this was an opportunity of a lifetime this week for me to be able to meet you and be able to connect this way. And I really do appreciate the time. It's been a very genuine conversation. So thanks for making time for me and look forward to connecting in the future. I'll see you in laughter club. Okay. Take care, <laughs> oh, thank you, Rupesh. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. Oh, I got to stay. <laughs>